don't want to miss that organ in there. It's also Sprach Zarathustra by Richard Strauss. And uh, I've played this off the internet. It's a uh, kind of a documentary of the timpani player. And it shows when he was young and handsome. <laughs> and, then, and then, I don't know, was 60-some years old, still playing the timpani. And uh, yeah, it's amazing what an orchestra c- consists of. The, the white race has the ability to coordinate a whole bunch of people all be on the same page, note for note, and perform music unlike any other race. Of course, other races copy us and uh, try to do their best, but uh, we're the ones who invented all this stuff. Anyway, good morning to you, Dan. How are you doing? I am great. How are you? Yes. Uh, well, I'm. it's uh, nice and cool here in Arkansas. We've got a little drizzle going. And, uh, but it's such a fine drizzle, you, you don't even hear the raindrops pitter-pattering on the roof. So, in any case, let's get started with Psalm 67. I will turn it over to you. Let's see what David has okay. to tell us today. Okay, Psalm 67, to the chief musician, Negatron, a psalm or song. God be merciful unto us, and bless us, and cause his face to shine upon us, Selah, that thy way may be known upon earth thy saving health among all nations. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. O let the nations be glad and sing for joy. For thou shalt judge the people righteously and govern the nations upon earth. Selah. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield her increase, and God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us. And all the ends of the earth shall fear him. We have a God that's different from other other nations' gods, really? <laughs> yes, we do. All <laughs> right. And this is proof right here. And also there's proof here that uh, David expects Yahweh to rule over all nations of all races, not just not just Israel. Okay. So there are people who want to deny that. That uh, obviously. All, the whole world is better off when all nations follow his laws, but you know we're not. We know that's not going to happen until the judgment day. Nevertheless, the world would be much better off if even the Jews, <laughs> if the Jews obeyed Yahweh's laws, this world would be a much better place. But we know that's not going to happen ever, right? Because they're the accursed people. But uh, yes, uh, every knee shall bow, and. Uh, the world is going to be a peaceful place once and for all at the second coming. We really can't expect it to improve until that day. All right, so chapter 68. 68. To the chief musician, a psalm or song of David. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Let them also that hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before the fire, So let the wicked perish at the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad. Let them rejoice before God. Yea, let them exceedingly rejoice. Sing unto God. Sing praises to his name. Extol him that rides upon the heavens by his name, Yah, and rejoice before him. A father of the fatherless and a judge of the widows is God in his holy habitation. God sets the solitary in families. He brings out those which are bound with chains. 
but the rebellious dwell in a dry land. O God, when thou went forth before thy people, when thou did march through the wilderness, Selah, the earth shook, the heavens also dropped at the presence of God. Even Sinai itself was moved at the presence of God, the God of Israel. Thou, O God, did send them, did send a plentiful rain, whereby thou did confirm thine inheritance when it was weary. <clears throat> Thy congregation has dwelt therein. Thou, O God, has prepared of thy goodness for the poor. The Lord gave the word. Great was the company of those that published it. Kings of armies did flee apace, and she tarried, and she that tarried at home divided the spoil. Though you have leaned among the pots, yet Shall ye be as the wings of a dove covered with silver, and her feathers with yellow gold? When the Almighty scattered kings in it, it was white as snow in Salmon. The hill of God is as the hill of Bashan, and high hill as the hill of Bashan. Why leap ye, ye high hills? This is the hill which God desires to dwell in. Yea, Yahweh will dwell in it forever. The chariots of God are 20,000, even thousands of angels. The Lord is among them, as in Sinai, in the holy place. Thou hast ascended on high, thou hast led captivity captive, thou hast received gifts for men, yea, for the rebellious also, that Yahweh God might dwell among them. Blessed be the Lord, who daily loads us with benefits, even the God of our salvation, Selah. He that is the God is the God of salvation, and unto God the Lord belong the issues from death. But God shall wound the head of his enemies, and the hairy scalp of such an one as goes on still in his trespasses. Okay, hold on. Let me, said, uh, yeah, let me point out in verse 19 again here, where the trans, there's a lot of inserted words in verse 19. Blessed, well, be, uh, uh, the word be is inserted by the translation committee. Uh, the word who is, uh, let me just read the whole thing. As, but as, well, the words I want to get to are with benefits, even, even those are added by the translators. So blessed be Yahweh who daily loadeth us, the, uh, the God of our salvation. Well, well, what? How do you know it's talking about benefits? How about? How about tribulation? How yeah. about testing? Okay, it could be that too. Yeah, yeah. so the, the, they're just assuming that's what is intended here. There's no no proof that that's intended. Okay, back to you. I wish there weren't so many added words by the translators. Right, yeah. I mean, I Most know they the did it to try to make it easier to, to understand, but sometimes, it, like you just pointed out, that was a great example of we don't necessarily know that it's benefits. It could be Tribulation, yeah. like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, trials, uh, you know, uh, money. <laughs> right? Yeah. He loaded us with money. You know? No, that never happened. Never happened to me anyway. <laughs> All right. Back to you. Twenty, uh, Verse 22. <clears throat> the Lord said, I will bring again from Bashan. I will bring my people again from the depths of the sea that thy foot may be dipped in the blood of thine enemies and the tongue of thy dogs in the same. Ooh. They have seen thy goings, O God, 
even the goings of my God, my king, in the sanctuary. The singers went before. The players on instruments followed after. Among them were the damsels playing with timbrels. Bless ye God in the congregations, even the Lord, from the fountain of Israel. There is little Benjamin with their ruler, the princes of Judah and their council, the princes of Zebulun and the princes of Naphtali. Thy God has commanded thy strength. Strengthen, O God, that which thou hast wrought for us. Because of thy temple at Jerusalem shall kings bring presents unto thee. Rebuke the company of spearmen, the multitude of the bulls, with the calves of the people, till everyone submit himself with pieces of silver. Scatter thou the people that delight in war. Princes shall come out of Egypt. Ethiopia shall soon stretch out her hands unto God. Sing unto God, ye kingdoms of the earth. O sing praises unto the Lord, Selah. To him that rides upon the heavens of heavens, which were of old, lo, he does send out his voice, and that a mighty voice. Ascribe ye strength unto God. His excellency is over Israel, and his strength is in the clouds. O God, thou art terrible out of thy holy places. The God of Israel is he that gives strength and power unto his people. Blessed be God. Amen. All right, so we have to understand that this is poetry, okay? So, and uh, there's a rhyme and a rhythm that I'm assuming there, there's a rhyme in the Hebrew, right, to these verses. But certainly there's a rhythm because of because it's music and you have to keep the lyrics in, in rhythm with the music. So the poetry leaves words out, okay? So, you know, the King James Translation Committee cannot assume what he means but let's see uh where was that okay oh god terrible out of thy holy places uh, you don't need to add the words thou art you just don't you know it's not necessary mm-hmm. uh, okay with poetry you have a little bit of license right sometimes yeah, sometimes the author wants the wants the words to be a little uh you know obscure so that the reader can decide between different possible meanings, all right? That's one of the beauties of poetry, that you can decide, you know, you can figure out what the, trying to figure out what the author intends is part of the beauty of poetry, right? Anyway, so so they're not doing us any favors by by adding these words, for for the most part. I'd say 90 90 to 95% of the time, they shouldn't have bothered, okay? All right, Psalm 69. 69. To the chief musician upon Shoshannon, a psalm of David. Save me, O God, for the waters are come in unto my soul. I I sink in deep mire where there is no standing. I am come into deep waters where the floods overflow me. I am weary of my crying. My throat is dried. My eyes fail while I wait for my God. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hairs of my head. They that would destroy me, my enemies wrongfully, are mighty. Then I restored that which I took not away. O God, thou know my foolishness, and my sins are not hid from thee. Let not them that wait on thee 
O Lord, o Lord God of hosts, be ashamed for my sake. Let not those that seek thee be confounded for my sake, O God of Israel. Because for thy sake I have borne reproach. Shame has covered my face. <clears throat> I am become a stranger unto my brethren and an alien unto my mother's children. For the zeal of thine house has eaten me up, and the reproaches of them that reproached thee are fallen upon me. When I wept and chastened my soul with fasting, that was to my reproach. I made sackcloth also my garment, and I became a proverb, proverb to them. They that sit in the gate speak against me, and I was the song of the drunkards. <clears throat> but as for me, my prayer is unto thee, O Yahweh, in an acceptable time. O God, in the multitude of thy mercy, hear me in the truth of thy salvation. Deliver me out of the mire, and let me not sink. Let me be delivered from them that hate me, and out of the deep waters. Let not the water flood overflow me, neither let the deep swallow me up, and let not the pit shut her mouth upon me. Hear me, O Yahweh, for thy loving kindness is good. Turn unto me according to the multitude of thy tender mercies, <clears throat> and hide not thy face from thy servants, for I am in trouble. Hear me speedily. Draw nigh unto my soul. Redeem it. Deliver me because of mine enemies. Thou hast known my reproach and my shame and my dishonor. Mine adversaries are all before thee. Reproach has broken my heart, and I am full of heaviness. And I looked for some to take pity, but there was none, and for comforters, but I found none. They gave me also gall for my meat, and in my thirst they gave me vinegar to drink. Let their table become a snare before them, and that which should have been for their welfare, let it become a trap. Let their eyes be darkened that they see not, and make their loins continually to shake. Pour out thine indignation upon them, and let thy wrathful anger take hold of them. Let their habitation be desolate, and let none dwell in their tents. For they persecute him whom thou hast smitten, <clears throat> and they talk to the grief of those whom thou hast wounded. Add iniquity unto their iniquity, and let them not come into thy righteousness. Let them be blotted out of the book of the living. And not be written with the righteous, but I am poor and sorrowful. Let thy salvation, O God, set me up on high. I will praise the name of God with a song and will magnify him with thanksgiving. This also shall please Yahweh better than ox or bullock that has horns and hoofs. The humble shall see this and be glad, and your heart shall live that seek God. For Yahweh hears the poor and despises not his prisoners. Let the heaven and earth praise him, the seas and everything that moves therein. For God will save Zion, and will build the cities of Judah, that they may dwell there and have it in possession. The seed also of his servants shall inherit it, and they that love his name shall dwell therein. Okay, very good. So as you're reading these verses... It occurred to me that like Psalm 91, which is the soldier's psalm, 
and which people pray for protection, this Psalm 69 is a way to ask Yahweh to deal with your enemies and also to deal with tribulation which you might have fallen into either through no fault of your own or through some fault of your own, right? And you're in dire straits and need to get out and uh, you have to turn it over to Yahweh. Sometimes you just can't solve the problem. Let's say you you need money to pay a bill and you don't have the money. So pray Psalm 69. Pray Psalm 69 uh, repeatedly and let Yahweh work it out for you. Okay, there's an old expression that's common in various denominations. It's let go and let God. Okay, so for us it would be let go and let Yahweh. Let Yahweh take care of it. And there's also, if you're dealing with an enemy who's uh, besieging you, there's a verse that says, I will contend with him that contendeth with thee. So if there's someone that's really bugging you, pestering you, and doing you great injustice, recite that verse. Uh, I can look it up to see where, where that comes from. But it's, I will contend with him that contendeth with thee. So if somebody is bugging you unjustly, find that verse and recite it uh, you know, with that person in mind, and Yahweh will take care of it for you. Okay? So this Psalm 69, uh, as I was listening to you read it, that's that's for this purpose, is to let Yahweh get you out of the trouble you're in. Okay? All right. Chapter 70. Chapter 70. To the chief musician, a psalm of David, to bring remembrance. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Yahweh. Let them be ashamed and confounded that seek after my soul. Let them be turned backward and put to confusion that desire my hurt. Let them be turned back for a reward of their shame that say, Aha, aha. Let all those that seek thee rejoice and be glad in thee. And let such as love thy salvation say continually, Let God be magnified. But I am poor and needy. Make haste unto me, O God. Thou art my help and my deliverer, O Yahweh, make no tarrying. That was a short okay. psalm there, Psalm 70. Right, and, and Brother Hebert says uh, that uh, Psalm 69 is also a messianic psalm, because, well, who, who endured all that tribulation for our benefit, right? Right. So, yeah, okay. So, uh, very important to keep that in mind also. Thank you, Brother Hebert. Yeah, and then Swamp Fox says, the... Um, uh, Hebrew is an idiomatic language, and obviously the King James Translation Committee did not keep that in mind. Yeah, you can imagine these uh, translators hired by King James. Some of them may have been real serious scholars; others may have been functionaries. As a boy, I hate this job, <laughs> but I got to do it because King James might might hang me if I don't do a good job. So I better do a good job. And sometimes they do too good a job, you know, by uh, making uh, too much out of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's not an idiotic language. Oh, Yiddish, right? Yiddish is an idiotic language. Thank you, Brother Abraham. Yes, I agree with that. Okay. And then they also said, a company of spearmen is far from accurate as the rest of the verse continues to use analogies 
of animals for people. Bulls means their mighty men, and calves is their power. This verse speaks of the enemies of Israel as beasts, a common derogatory term in those days, as it is today. Okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, we have to keep in mind, this is poetry, and uh, we have to understand what David is trying to say. And, uh, you know, those of us who are in identity have a better grasp of this. And here, here again, it points out that you have to know when to take verses literally and when there's an idiomatic uh, usage, poetic usage, or, you know, just plain old metaphoric usage and consider all that. Obviously, the Psalms have great import with regard to Messiah. And a lot of people disregard that or forget about it. Okay, so I forgot where we were at. <laughs> Back to you. <laughs> 71, right. Psalm 71. 71, okay. <clears throat> In the O Yahweh, do I put my trust? Let me never be put to confusion. Deliver me in thy righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline thine ear unto me and save me. Be thou my strong habitation, whereunto I may continually resort. Thou hast given commandment to save me, for thou art my rock and my fortress. Deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel man. For thou art my hope, O Lord God. Thou art my trust from my youth. By thee have I been holden up from the womb. Thou art he that took me out of my mother's bowels. My praise shall be continually of thee. I am as a wonder unto many. Be thou, but thou art my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all the day. Cast me not off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength fails. For mine enemies speak against me. And they that lay wait for my soul take counsel together, saying, God has forsaken him. Persecute and take him, for there is none to deliver him. O God, be not far from me. O my God, make haste for my help. Let them be confounded and consumed that are adversaries to my soul. Let them be covered with reproach and dishonor that seek my hurt. But I will hope continually and will yet praise thee more and more. My mouth shall show forth thy righteousness and thy salvation all the day, for I know not the numbers thereof. I will go in the strength of the Lord God. I will make mention of thy righteousness, even of thine only. O God, thou hast taught me from my youth, and hitherto have I declared thy wondrous works. Now also when I am old and gray-headed, O God, forsake me not until I have showed thy strength unto this generation and thy power to everyone that is to come. Thy righteousness also, O God, is very high, who has done great things. O God, who is like unto thee? Thou, which has showed me great and sore troubles, shall quicken me again and shall bring me up again from the depths of the earth. Thou shalt increase my greatness and comfort me on every side. I will also praise thee with psaltery, even thy truth, O my God. Unto thee will I sing with the heart, O thou Holy One of Israel. My lips shall greatly rejoice when I sing unto thee, and my soul which thou hast redeemed. My tongue also shall talk of thy righteousness, 
all the day long. For they are confounded, for they are brought unto shame that seek my hurt. Amen. In, I like this one too. You can add Psalm 71 to, uh, you know, d- dealing with your enemies and dealing with unpleasant circumstances. All right. Yes. 69 and 71. Okay. And get out your tambourine <laughs> and your harp <laughs> and uh, sing a song about it. Get me out of my, you know, kind of like, uh, what, uh, what they say in country music, cry in your beer music. <laughs> Yeah, but no, no. Let uh, give your troubles over to Yahweh. Of course, the more righteous you are in your daily life, the more likely Yahweh will intervene for you. But Yahweh is a God who loves us and will intervene for us. The more, the more righteous we are, the more you can expect Him to intervene on your behalf. All right, that's that's the way it is. And the word adversaries comes from the Hebrew. Satan, okay, Satan. And here, of course, it means human adversaries. But, uh, I'm gonna do another show tonight about the, the spiritual, the, the lack of spiritual, um, references by Sheldon Emery and Dave Barley. I started a show, a series on that last Saturday on Restoration Hour. So I'll be continuing on that basis again to, I wanna prove that uh, there is a spiritual Satan who literally exists, which Sheldon Emery denied, okay? And I want to show, you know, I want to quote verses that uh, absolutely prove that there is a spiritual adversary that uh, can afflict us as well. Uh, you had something to say there. Uh, yeah, he denied that Satan existed? Is that what Yes, he was- that's right. Oh, wow. He, that's he pretty, and Dave Barley. I mean, it's yeah. clear that he's, I mean, um, the book of Job said he, he reports to God, yeah. Yahweh, and tells yeah. him he's been walking up and down in the earth. Yeah, yeah. Who's Yahweh talking to? <laughs> well, it could be figurative. Yeah. It could be poetry, right? Yeah. I don't but, think so. Uh, I don't I think it's <laughs> right? <clear>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good point. The uh, book of Job is more, it's a philosophical book. There's no doubt about that. Okay, it's a philosophical book, but it's also dealing with literal circumstance. Talk about somebody who experienced tribulation, literal tribulation. Okay, but uh, so doing word studies about the, the the spiritual reality, the underlying you know, words like Hades, uh, you know, Satan, etc. You know, th- these words have spiritual connotations which are not related to this earthly existence right they're, they're talking about other mm-hmm. realms other dimensions etc etc and that can't be denied so i'm gonna you know bring up a bunch of verses where that's obviously true okay so anyway uh yeah uh, sheldon emory denied that satan is a literal being okay wow. so back to you okay, okay. psalm 72 a psalm for solomon Give the king thy judgments, O God, and thy righteousness unto the king's sons. He shall judge thy people with righteousness, and thy poor with judgment. The mountains shall bring peace to the people, and the little hills by righteousness. He shall judge the poor of the people. He shall save the children of the needy, and shall break in pieces the oppressor. They shall fear thee as long as the sun and moon endure throughout all generations. He shall come down like rain upon the mown grass, as showers that water the earth. 
In his days shall the righteous flourish and abundance of peace so long as the moon endures. He shall have dominion also from sea to sea and from the river unto the ends of the earth. They that dwell in the wilderness shall bow before him and his enemies shall lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and all and of the isles shall bring presents. The kings of Sheba and Seba shall offer gifts. Yea, all kings shall fall down before him. All nations amen. shall serve him. Did you want to say something? Yeah, no, amen. That's getting ready to happen real soon. <laughs> oh, yeah. All kingdoms shall fall down before him. Amen and amen. All right. Verse 12, for he shall deliver the needy when he cries, the poor also in him that has no helper. He shall spare the poor and needy and shall save the souls of the needy. He shall redeem their soul from deceit and violence and precious shall their blood be in his sight. And he shall live and to him shall be given of the gold of Sheba. Prayer also shall be made for him continually and daily shall he be praised. There shall be a handful of corn in the earth upon the top of the mountains. The fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon, and they of the city shall flourish like grass of the earth. His name shall endure forever. His name shall be continued as, le as long as the sun, and men shall be blessed in him. All nations shall call him blessed. Blessed be Yahweh God, the God of Israel, who only does wondrous things. And blessed be his glorious name forever. And let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen, amen. and amen. And I'll the add another David, amen to that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, the prayers of David, the son of Jesse, are ended. Okay, so the exclusivity of these verses is obvious. The God of Israel, uh, we don't do not believe in the... Freemasonic doctrine of the fatherhood of God and the brotherhood of man. The Bible teaches absolutely no such thing. Period. I had to say that. Back to you. Oh, it's, um, it, there's no doubt of the, of the, uh, uh -huh. separatism in the Bible. Amen. I mean, it, yeah. You, you cannot mistake it if you, if you really read it and take these words back to the original meanings and, Read it in context. There can be no doubt about it. <clears throat> Verse, uh, uh, chapter 73. A psalm of Asaph. Truly God is good to Israel, even to such as are of a clean heart. But as for me, my feet were almost gone. My steps had well nigh slipped. For I was envious at the foolish when I saw the prosperity of the wicked. For there are no bands in their depth, but strength, but their strength is firm. They are not in trouble as other men, neither are they plagued like other men. Therefore, pride compasses them about as a chain. Violence covers them as a garment. Their eyes stand out with fatness. They have more than heart could wish. They are corrupt and speak wickedly concerning oppression. They speak loftily. They set their mouth against the heavens, and their tongue walks through the earth. Therefore, his people return hither, and waters of a full cup are wrung out to them. And they say, How does God know? And is there knowledge in the Most High? 
Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world. They increase in riches. Verily, I have cleansed my heart in vain and washed my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued and chastened every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation of thy children. When I thought to know this, it was too painful for me until I went into the sanctuary of God. Then understood I their end. Surely thou didst send them in slippery places and casted them down into destruction. How they are brought into desolation as in a moment they are utterly consumed with terrors. As a dream when one awakes, so, O Lord, when thou awake, awakest, thou shalt despise their image. Okay, Thus, let me let me let me interject here because David, yep. he's obviously got the Edomites in mind here. Okay, and even though it appears to us that the Edomites prosper greatly, and they do, and it seems like they they don't get judged, certainly not as frequently and as often as we are. But nevertheless, they have their own judgment periods, you know, where, where they prosper. It's like the parasite prospering off the host. But when they destroy our civilizations, they destroy themselves. So we see throughout history, the Jews uh, becoming very prosperous and powerful against us. But then, then their kingdom collapses and they have to start all over again, right? So their judgment mm-hmm. is frequent and often, but it also depends on the extent to which we allow them to parasitize off of us. And boy, are we allowing them to parasitize off of us big time right now. I pray to Yahweh, bring an end to this cycle, this cycle of madness and parasitization that the Edomites and Canaanites and the Nephilim have started since Genesis chapter 3. And put an end to it, please. The quicker the better. Come quickly, Lord Yahshua. Amen. Back to you. Verse 21, thus my heart was grieved, and I was pricked in my reins. So foolish was I and ignorant. I was as a beast before thee. Nevertheless, I am continually with thee. Thou hast holden me by my right hand. Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon the earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart fails, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. For, lo, they that are far from thee shall perish. Thou hast destroyed all them that go a-whoring from thee. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God, that I may declare all thy works. Okay, thou hast destroyed all them that go a-whoring from thee. You have to be an Israelite to you know reject Yahweh on this score so again the uh, even though he's talking about in many cases the evil of the entire world he is uh, stressing the fact that Israelites will go a whoring from him and they will be punished for it no doubt okay all right chapter 74 chapter 74 Nashil of Asaph oh God why hast thou Cast us off forever. Why does thine anger smoke against the sheep of thy pasture? Remember thy congregation, 
which thou hast purchased of old, the rod of thine inheritance, which thou hast redeemed, this Mount Zion, wherein thou hast dwelt. Lift up thy feet unto the perpetual desolations, even all that the enemy has done wickedly in the sanctuary. Thine enemies roar in the midst of thy congregations. They set up their ensigns for signs. A man was famous according as he had lifted up axes upon the thick trees. But now they break down the carved work thereof at once with axes and hammers. They have cast fire into thy sanctuary. They have defiled by casting down the dwelling place of thy name to the ground. They said in their hearts, let us destroy them together. They have burned up all the synagogues of God in the land. We see not our signs. There is no more any prophet. Neither is there among us any that knows how long. O God, how long shall the adversary reproach? Shall the enemy blaspheme thy name forever? Why withdrawest thou thy hand, even thy right hand? Pluck it out of thy bosom. Hold on. I'm looking at the word synagogue, and they translate it from the Hebrew moed, which means appointment. I don't get why they... Because synagogue means congregation. All right. Uh, it, but Moed doesn't mean, Moed doesn't mean congregation. Moed means appointment. So, uh, maybe appointment in the, in the congregation is really, but appointment is all they need to say, you know, because it's obvious we're talking about congregation of Israel, but uh, that's not uh, that's a really unconventional translation of the Hebrew word moet. I, I don't get that at all. All right, sorry, sorry to interject, but yeah, this is just uh, what we have to deal with with the KJV. All right, back to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Verse 12. For God is my king of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. Thou didst divide the sea by thy strength. Thou breakest the heads of the dragons in the waters. Thou breakest the heads of Leviathan in pieces, and gave him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. Thou didst cleave the fountain and the flood. Thou dried up mighty rivers. The day is thine. The night is also thine. Thou hast prepared the light and the sun. Thou hast set all the borders of the earth. Thou hast made summer and winter. Remember this, that the enemy has reproached, O Yahweh, and that the foolish people have blasphemed thy name. O deliver not the soul of thy turtle dove unto the multitude of the wicked. Forget not the congregation of thy poor forever. Have respect unto the covenant, for the dark places of the earth are full of the habitations of cruelty. O let not the oppressed return ashamed. Let the poor and needy praise thy name. Arise, O God, plead thine own cause. Remember how the foolish man reproaches thee daily. Forget not the voice of thy enemies. The tumult of those that rise up against thee increases continually. And we certainly have that happening. Yes. Yeah, very good. Okay. Uh, Psalm 75. 75. To the chief musician, Altashith, a psalm or song of Asaph. Unto thee, O God, do we give thanks. Unto thee do we give thanks. 
for that thy name is near thy wondrous works declare. When I shall receive the congregation, I will judge uprightly. The earth and all the inhabitants thereof are dissolved. I bear up the pillars of it, Selah. I said unto the fools, deal not foolishly, and to the wicked, lift not up the horn. Lift not up your horn on high, speak not with a stiff neck, for promotion comes near from the east. Oh, for promotion comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. But God is the judge. He puts down one and sets up another. For in the hand of Yahweh there is a cup, and the wine is red. It is full of mixture, and he pours out of the same. But the dregs thereof, all the wicked of the earth, shall wring them out and drink them. But I will declare forever, I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked also will I cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be exalted. In mm -hmm. chapter 75. Very good. Yes, yeah. And uh, the cup of mixture. <laughs> what is it? Mesek. Mesek. That is of wine with spices. Oh, no. Sangria. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Chapter 76. 76. To the chief musician on Meganoth, a psalm or song of Asaph. In Judah is God known. His name is great in Israel. In Salem also is his tabernacle and his dwelling place in Zion. There break he the arrows of the bow, the shield and the sword and the battle. Selah. Thou art more glorious and excellent than the mountains of prey. The stout-hearted are spoiled. They have slept in, they have slept their sleep and none of the men of might have found their hands. At thy rebuke, O God of Jacob, both the chariot and horse are cast into a dead sleep. Thou, even thou, art to be feared. And who may stand in thy sight when once thou art angry? Thou didst cause judgment to be heard from heaven. The earth feared and was still. When God arose to judgment to save all the meek of the earth, Selah. Surely the wrath of man shall praise thee. The remainder of wrath shalt thou restrain. Vow and pay unto Yahweh your God. Let all that be round about him bring presents unto him that ought to be feared. He shall cut off the spirit of princes. He is terrible to the kings of the earth. Amen. Amen and amen. Okay. Uh, what is it? The meek. Again, uh, the meek shall inherit the earth. So, Psalm 76, verse 9. Okay, that's, of course, repeated in the New Testament. And that means, uh, that word meek means humble. It doesn't mean uh, meek as right. in somebody yeah. who stand up yeah. for themselves. Yeah. Or... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it could it could even mean shy, but it doesn't mean that you are let yourself get walked over by <laughs> by the enemy, push, right? Yeah, it doesn't mean a humble. pushover, yeah. Right, yeah, or, or what do you call it, a doormat. <laughs> right. All right. right, okay. 77. To the chief musician, to Jedithun, a psalm of Asaph, I cried unto God with my voice, even unto God with my voice, and he gave ear unto me. In the day of my trouble I sought the Lord. My sore ran in the night and ceased not. My soul refused to be comforted. I remembered God and was troubled. I complained and my spirit was overwhelmed. Selah. 
Thou holdest mine eyes waking. I am so troubled that I cannot speak. I have considered the days of old, the years of ancient times. I call to remembrance my song in the night, a commune with my own heart, and my spirit made diligent search. Will the Lord cast off forever? And will he be favorable no more? Is his mercy clean gone forever? Does his promises fail forevermore? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he in anger shut up his tender mercies? Selah. And I said, this is my infirmity, but I will remember the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the works of Yahweh. Surely I will remember thy wonders of old. I will meditate also of all thy work and talk of thy doings. Thy way, O God, is in the sanctuary. Who is so great a God as our God? Thou art the God that does wonders. Thou hast declared thy strength among the people. Thou hast with thine arm redeemed thy people, the sons of Jacob and Joseph, Selah. The waters saw thee, O God, the waters saw thee. They were afraid. The depths also were troubled. The clouds poured out water. The skies sent out a sound. Thy arrows also went abroad. The voice of thy thunder was in the heaven. The lightnings lightened the world. The earth trembled and shook. The way is in the sea, and thy path in the great waters, and thy footsteps are not known. Thou leddest thy people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Okay, the so, the, so the waters. Well, obviously there's the word earth people. is also used. Yeah, people, yeah, or whatever the beings are that dwell under the water, right? However, mayim is the Hebrew word, uh, water, okay, figuratively juice. By euphemism, urine, semen. <laughs> okay, yeah. I never would have imagined da- David was implying that. Uh, no, I think he's, I think no, so. no. I think what David is implying is the beings that live in the water, just as uh, the word earth often means people, people dwelling on the earth, not the literal earth, right? And not the literal water here either, okay? All right, back to you. Psalm 78, Meshil of, of Asaph. Give ear, O my people, to my law. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to the generation to come the praises of Yahweh and his strength and his wonderful works that he has done. For he established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel, which he commanded our fathers, that they should make them known to their children, that the generation to come might know them, even the children which should be born, who should arise and declare them to their children, that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and might not be as their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation. (laughs) a generation that set not their heart aright and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. The children of Ephraim, being armed and carrying bows, turned back in the day of battle. 
They kept not the covenant of God and refused to walk in his law and forgot his works and his wonders that he had showed them. Marvelous things did he in the sight of their fathers in the land of Egypt, in the field of Zoan. He divided the sea and caused them to pass through, and he made the waters to stand as a heap. In the daytime also he led them with a cloud, and all the night with a light of fire. He clave the rocks in the wilderness and gave them drink as out of the great depths. He brought streams also out of the rock and caused waters to run down like rivers. And they sinned yet more against him by provoking the Most High in the wilderness. And they tempted God in their heart by asking meat for their lust. Yea, they spake against God. They said, Can God furnish a table in the wilderness? Behold, he smote the rock, that the waters gushed out, and the streams overflowed. Can he give bread also? Can he provide flesh for his people? Therefore Yahweh heard this and was wroth. So a fire was kindled against Jacob, and anger also came up against Israel, because they believed not in God and trusted not in his salvation. Though he had commanded the clouds from above and opened the doors of heaven and rained down manna upon them to eat and had given them of the corn of heaven, man did eat angels' food. He sent them meat to be to the full. He caused an east wind to blow in the heaven, and by his power he brought in the south wind. He rained flesh also upon them as dust and feathered fowls like as the sand of the sea. And he let it fall in the midst of, the, of their camp round about their habitations. So they did eat and were all and were well filled, for he gave them their own desire. They were not estranged from their lust, but while their meat was yet in their mouths, the wrath of God came upon them and slew the fattest of them and smote down the chosen men of Israel. For all this they sinned still and believed not for his wondrous works. Therefore their days did he consume in vanity and their years in trouble when he slew them. And then they sought him and they returned and inquired early after God and remembered that God was their rock and the God and the high God, their redeemer. Nevertheless, they did flatter him with their mouth and they lied unto him with their tongues for their heart was not right with him. Neither were they steadfast in his covenant, but he, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned he his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath. For he remembered that they were but flesh, a wind that passes away and comes not again. How oft did they provoke him in the wilderness and grieve him in the desert? Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. They remembered not his hand, nor the day when he delivered them from the enemy. How he had wrought his signs in Egypt, and his wonders in the field of Zoan, and had turned the riv- their rivers into blood, and their floods that they could not drink. He sent diverse sorts of flies among them, which devoured them, and frogs which destroyed them. He gave also their increase unto the caterpillar, and their labor unto the locust. He destroyed their vines with hail, and their sycamore trees with frost. He gave up their cattle also to the hail, and their flocks to hot thunderbolts. 
He cast them, he cast upon them the fierceness of his anger, wrath and indignation and trouble by sending evil angels among them. He made a way to his anger. He spared not their soul from death, but gave their life over to the pestilence and smote all the firstborn in Egypt, the chief of their strength in the tabernacles of Ham, but made his own people to go forth like sheep and guided them in the wilderness like a flock. And he led them on safely so that they feared not, but the sea overwhelmed their enemies. And he brought them to the border of his sanctuary, even to his mountain, to this mountain, which his right hand had purchased. He cast out the heathen also before them and divided them an inheritance by line and made the tribes of Israel to dwell in their tents. Yet they tempted and provoked the Most High God and kept not his testimonies, but turned back and dealt unfaithfully like their fathers. They were turned aside like a deceitful bow, for they provoked him to anger with their high places and moved him to jealousy with their graven images. When God heard this, he was wroth and greatly abhorred Israel, so that he forsook the tabernacle of Shiloh, the tent which he placed among men, and delivered his strength into captivity and his glory into the enemy's hand. He gave his people over also unto the sword and was wroth with his inheritance. The fire consumed their young men and their maidens were not given to marriage. Their priests fell by the sword mm. and their widows mm. made no lamentation. Happening today, then, isn't it? Our, our daughters are not given into marriage. Their family has been utterly destroyed by the perfidious ones. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what's happening today. And they're being, and their genders are being changed <laughs> and their operations being performed would make them, uh, unable to bear children anymore. It's yes. happening all over. Yes. This has happened all before, folks. It's all happened before. Back to you. There is there is no new thing under the sun, yeah. as we're told. Right? Yeah. yeah, amen. Verse 65, Then the Lord awakened as one out of sleep, and like a mighty man that shouteth by reason of wine. And he smote his enemies in the hinder parts. He put them to a perpetual reproach. Moreover, he refused the tabernacle of Joseph and chose not the tribe of Ephraim, but chose the tribe of Judah, the Mount Zion, which he loved. And he built his sanctuary like high places, like the earth which he has established forever. He chose David also his servant and took him from the sheepfolds. From following the ewes, great with young, he brought him to feed Jacob his people and Israel his inheritance. So he fed them according to the integrity of his heart and guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. Okay, so so what is Yahweh's inheritance? We are. Us. Yeah, we are. Amen. Okay. Not the entire world. We are his inheritance. And that's Mm -hmm. why he loves us so much. In spite of the fact, well, okay, let's put it this way. We are literally the fruit of his loins uh, because he created us, right? Of course, I'm using figurative language. <laughs> literally and figuratively, we are the fruit of his loins, but he created us to be his people and to serve him. We are his servant people when we're going about it the right way. 
but for the most part, we aren't going about it the right way. Okay, so well, we're here uh, to children from the descendants That's right. of Adam. Amen. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, and uh, yeah, that brings up Genesis two seven. All right, so uh, so uh, just because uh, I don't think we have time enough time to do Psalm uh, seventy nine. But uh, along the lines of the spiritual reality that underlies everything, uh, not Job, who, who was it, uh, at Sodom, Lot. You know, Lot was visited by angels. Where did they come from? Mm-hmm. We're told they just materialized out of thin air. And you know, he had a long conversation with them. The Sodomites wanted to have sex with them. And then they just dematerialized back into the ether. All right? <laughs> <laughs> don't don't tell me there is there's no spiritual reality that, that's filled with spiritual entities. There certainly is. The Bible is replete with you know statements that it is. Okay, so I just don't understand Sheldon Emery's denial that there is a literal or, or a spiritual entity called Satan. I just don't get it. I just don't understand it at all. But you know, we'll, but we're we'll also, delve into. We're, we're also- yeah. Told in, in uh, Hebrews thirteen two, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby right. some entertained angels unaware. Amen. So. Amen. So, so be, be nice to everybody that you think is an Israelite, <laughs> because he, you he, never he, know you might be speaking to an angel. Which angel right? just means messenger. That's all it means. Yeah. Well, but, it means messenger, but it also means uh, an entity coming from another dimension. That has the ability to materialize and look like a human being, right? Or look mm-hmm. like an Israelite, or it could look like a demon too, right? It can it's look true. like anything, yeah. right? Yeah. So you can't ignore that there's a spiritual reality of another dimension that we interface with constantly. Okay. Yeah. But and you don't want to entertain demons. <laughs> you want to entertain <laughs> angels. All right. <laughs> okay, brother. Good job. This is really interesting stuff. And we'll pick up uh, Psalm 79 next week. All right, brother? Great. Thanks. Okay, See you Dan. next week. See you all next week. Yahweh bless everybody. Make sure to be nice to angels. <laughs> you may regret it if you're not. All right. Take care, all you Israelites. See you next time. Hopefully see you for Restoration Hour tonight as well. Take care and bye-bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.